Oh, wahe, that's what you said. Wahe. Yeah, sorry I'm late. Uh, I was supposed to get back in time, but someone decided to stop their car in the middle lane of the highway uh, <laughs> on my way back home. Now, I don't know why they stopped their car. I, on the, if, they, if it was good, they ran out of gas or something happened to their engine. Um, however, they were very casual when I passed them and they just had their hand up to their phone. So maybe they just had an important call to take. You know, possible. I've been watching a lot of succession lately and, you know, if you're rich enough, you can kind of do whatever you want. What? But you wouldn't, right? Because no, it, it doesn't matter. Wait, what do you mean it doesn't matter? I thought the rich people... We're the best of us, and so they, they are. They would... So that's why they can do whatever they want at any time. Are, are you saying that rich people don't have my best interests in mind too? No, your interests and my interests don't matter. Oh. Oh, I, I. What, what what am I putting my money in the stock market for? I thought that was because uh, that, that was me thanking them. Dude, you're in the stock market. You should be in Robin Hood, dude. Oh, <laughs> taking it back for myself. No, the app, which helps you get into the stock market. <laughs> oh. I was in Robin Hood in middle school. Everyone's seen the picture, though. <laughs> Everyone saw it in the newspaper. Nationally <laughs> circulated. <laughs> it's like I, I, I always, I know that picture exists. I do always forget that it was in a newspaper. <laughs> that I think you can still find, like if you Google it online, if you search my name in Robin Hood, I think it'll come up. Ooh, first, <laughs> first Whoa. article that comes up. Did you see it? Is that the main sex offender registry? <laughs> Whoa. But why? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah. Not seeing. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not coming up anymore. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, I had an outro for this show, but now I have to <laughs> put in an alternate. <laughs> oh, man. Because of my new job, I, I became very aware of my online presence and what happens if you Google my name. I'm not as anonymous as I once was. Like, you can find me relatively easily now. Mm-hmm. If 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 anyone's listening, if, if if I am recording and anyone's listening, please note that if you are searching Ethan Jesse Robin Hood, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never lived in that state. 
Uh, did you want to do highs and lows, or do you just want to roll right into it? Uh, let's just roll into it. <laughs> okay. Who boy, what a... I've been exhausted, what a way to start the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. This is the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. And the other one's a sex offender. <laughs> and guess what, it's not me. It's not me either. <laughs> it's really not. I don't know why that comes up. I'm your host, Ethan, and this is your sex offender co-host. Uh, absolutely not. There, when you search my full name, nothing comes up revolving criminality. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wes. <laughs> what were you doing in Santa Barbara at the age of 33? Okay, now I gotta find this. <laughs> But all that aside, the current score for this show, not our total crime count, is that I, Ethan, the goodest boy of the show, have 27 and a half points out of a predicted 58, and Wesley has 16 points out of his predicted 60. His score will increase at the end of the episode once we have scored his quiz on The Mask. Okay. (laughs) A movie he's excited to talk about a movie he truly loved yeah okay so for the open-ended section of the quiz i only gave you half a point for why you hadn't seen it and what you think happens mostly just gave you points for saying that he has the suit (laughs) and the mask (laughs) and a mask Because it seemed like a lot of your interpretation of this movie was that he was a family man gone bad. (laughs) I thought uh, this movie would not be so sexually explicit within the first three minutes of it. (laughs) Well, buddy, you would have been wrong. You'd have been wrong about that. I did not anticipate uh, a woman's breasts nearly falling out of her dress. I don't remember that. <laughs> I, oh, I'm yeah. not saying I don't believe you. <laughs> I am saying I wouldn't pay attention to something like that. I'm a different person than I was in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Prison changed you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked you about the relationship he has with the mask. Uh Basically, I just gave you points for saying he, it was it was a rocky one. Like he didn't want it. Sometimes it wasn't clear whether he could take it off. I gave you half a point for that, but you said it was a lot like the Santa Claus and Venom, and I would argue that those two things don't really go together that well. I would say that they do go together pretty well. Pitch it, pitch it to me. What part? That Venom and the Santa Claus are similar, or the mask is similar to either one of those movies? Synthesize the two and tell me how you make the mask out of that. Alright, so essentially we have a main character who is attacked by essentially a costume. And that costume is seemingly forever endowed in them uh until i guess in the santa claus case tim allen's murdered 
But I am now thinking of Spider-Man Three, except it's the Santa suit, like webbed, crawling across the ground, desperate to grab onto any organism, and then wrapping around them. Yes, or uh, motorcycle. But yeah, so it's similar premise in that the mask, to a degree, seems to gravitate towards a host and um, takes on a life of its own at a certain time. I'll well. give you the point. I'll right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Now I'll be asking you what's the similarities between the Santa Claus, the mask, Venom, and Howard the Duck. <laughs> Oh man, is Howard gonna be in this next movie? <sighs> Do love Howard. Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that calling celebrities who go by a nickname by a real full first name is the best. <laughs> Mr. James Howard Mandel. Kimmel. Yeah. Howard Mandel. Stephen Carell. <laughs> William Farrell William Farrell scares me now here's one William Hader I know that it's not his real name but it is his middle name um it would be Drewium Carey mm-hmm. Andrew Carey why did you go for Drewium because that's his uh, because name. it's funnier <laughs> Uh, and then how does the mask is his full name. It is. That's what I said. Uh, you correct. And you, you keep did not cutting correctly me off. guess. You did not correctly guess how the mask foiled a bank robbery. He said he was just too funny, and that's not the case. <laughs> I would have a hard time arguing that the mask, the character, is funny. <laughs> Are you saying you don't laugh at? The the Cuban dance scene. There, I feel like there are two, but I'm not sure which one you're talking about. <laughs> the one with the cops. The one with the cops. Uh, yeah that that definitely doesn't terrify me. <laughs> I'm um, just happy to see the boys in blue, just having a good time, cutting loose, having fun <laughs> for once. If there's anything that's a problem with the American policing system is that our boys in blue don't get to have fun. <laughs> they don't get to do whatever they want whenever they want. There's a strict code of conduct. I just wish they had a few tanks to just blow steam off in. <laughs> At me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So coming out of the open-ended questions, you have one and a half points. It's a sleepy day. Wes is more excited for his half of the show. What can I say? Yes. <laughs> Multiple choice. You got the club name. You got that Stanley's a nice guy and is the worst type of nice guy. <laughs> the kind of nice guy that thinks he's so nice that he's going to write into the newspaper with his full name. <laughs> <laughs> and say it's so tough being a nice guy 
generally not how those columns work. <laughs> and then have the audacity, maybe not the audacity, but the sheer creepiness to flirt with the woman that you wrote the column to. Honestly, that character should have been good at the end. I don't know why she turned out to be the most craven I, of all the women characters. Of all I, two of the women characters. Yeah, I genuinely forgot that she turned evil in the middle when I was rewatching the movie. Because uh-huh. I couldn't think of any possible reason as to why. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's a good character. If they end up together, that's still gross. But, I mean... <laughs> Ethan, she very explicitly says why she turns evil. Do you not remember? Um. Well, Wes, I guess since you're quizzing me on it now, that was my post-quiz bonus question <laughs> for the multiple choice section. She's and got that make- condo, baby! <laughs> Money yeah. and security in this case are her driving principles. <laughs> She don't need no love. As long as you have security and money, you can do anything. And then... uh, Oh, his cartoon abilities. You did incorrectly guess he would not turn into a wolf and Au at a woman. I'm guessing you didn't expect he would be so sexually explicit. No, I thought we were just see what I... What uh, at first did appear to be true. I thought we would just see the cartoon of the wolf. The okay. I just want everyone to know that Wes did text me that if he was still single, he would live in an apartment that looks exactly like Stanley's. I may or may not have gone on eBay to try and find the same Porky the Pig and Daffy Duck <laughs> wall art that he had. I'm like, oh, that's Did you find cool. them? No, which was frustrating. <laughs> I'll, Although I'll I did find, some... okay, here's what I did find on eBay. A ceramic Taz head that you mount on your wall like he's like a mounted head, like you hunted him <laughs> down. <laughs> It was me. I murdered the Tasmanian devil. I liked that. And I've already gotten an email sent to me. Did you forget? (laughs) Did you forget you already bought this? Pay up. Uh, And then I asked you which trickster god controls the mask. You got that correct. Uh, But more importantly... I asked you who tells him about this theory of who controls the mask and said that they are a former game show host. <laughs> you correctly identified him later, but you didn't put two and two together that they would be the same character. Yeah. I still don't know what his name is. His name is Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Okay. From his classic game show, Win Ben Stein's money. I only know his brother, R. L? Yeah. Oh, you know his middle name, too. Linus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always thought her name was Arl. No, it's... Arl, you happy to see me? 
I was gonna. I was going along the lines <laughs> of his that. name. He's yeah. I'm deleting that one. I thought that uh, he was Irish and his name was Earl. Earl. That was bad too. Both of these y'all. We're tired today. You know what? I'm keeping both of those terrible jokes in, so you can see where we're at. I'm just trying to think of uh, how to incorporate my name as Earl into this. And I just can't. Me, dude, I'm on the same page as you. <laughs> like, how do we get, how do we get to my name is Earl? Uh, next, next week, we're going to introduce the segment, uh, seven degrees of separation from my name is Earl <laughs> and see how quickly we can get there. I really don't think it would take seven degrees of separation. <laughs> well, seven is the upper limit. Like we can't do more than that. Fuck it, let's do it now. We'll do it. At, we'll do it at the end of the review. <laughs> we'll figure out how to get to my name is Earl. Um, and then which love interest does Stanley end up with? You got that wrong because the incel bitch I was referring to was Stanley, not a woman. Yeah. I also uh, just made up a cop character that he could fall in love with. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm sure you could probably read some kind of queer coding into him handcuffing himself to the inspector detective. Yeah. But, but that's we're not going to do lot. that here. Mostly because it's too much work. This <laughs> is a tired. very non-feminist movie. <laughs> or is it? We're going to do the work. <laughs> I'm breaking out the T chart. <laughs> Wes sees that my my background turns into a PowerPoint that I've created, and I lift up my bulletin board that has yarn uh, connecting all the dots, and I lift up my skirt. True or false? Uh, you did not do well here. Um. It was some red meat that Stanley gets the mask off of a dead body. He does think that he does. Yeah. Uh, no one dies. I want to talk about this one. I think the implication is that, yes, people do die. The um, whole reason that that mafia guy goes after Jim Carrey is because... <laughs> He murders that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. God, the mafia storyline's so fucking boring. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been so just unintrigued with a villain like this. It would have to be the the last time I uh can think of is James Spader in Age of Ultron. Oh, which I am getting up to. I don't know if you've been following my letterbox but i've been watching through mcu i just watched thor dark world <laughs> okay i fell asleep during the first thor and never even bothered to attempt the second i was working and <laughs> almost fell asleep during thor 2 <laughs> uh power of dance saves the mask from the police that's true Dog breaks him out of jail. You thought that that was in Son of the Mask? Or that his dog gets the power of the mask? What the fuck? Yeah, I didn't I didn't think the dog would 
I feel like I remember seeing promos where there's a dog who gets the mask with the baby. Uh, well, well, guess what? Uh, the dog does get the power of the mask in the sequel. And I was on the same page as you because when I wrote that question, I thought it was only in Son of the Mask. <laughs> and as soon as it happened, I went, oh, <laughs> forgot about this. It's far more terrifying than Jim Carrey with the mask on, CGI-wise. And I have problems with the way that the mask works on the dog. And I'll get to that when I do your bonus question for true or false. Um, But coming out of true or false, you got eight and a half total points. All right. And then the screenshot, that was the Ben Stein one. (laughs) Your description of that scene, again, far better than what we got in the movie. (laughs) It was borderline funny (laughs) (laughs) teetering on the edge of funny instead of just this movie hedge hangs so heavily on how jim carrey moves his body and is like that will carry this entire film yeah it feels very much of the time that jim carrey felt like a hot commodity but it's mm-hmm. like now we've had, you know, tw- 30 years of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he peaked with Yes Man. Uh, so the other he two. He ascended and descended with <laughs> Yes Man. Yeah. <laughs> do we. When do we do the, the new bonus questions again? After uh, the review yeah. or before? Uh, before. Okay. Um. So then. Doing the bonus questions, you already got the multiple choice one correct, and I didn't even have to give you the options. Uh, So the open-ended bonus. How did the robbers originally scout out the bank? Camera in the lady's purse. Yep, you got it. Did she have something in her ear? I didn't think the technology was advanced enough at the time for her to angle it around being commanded by those mafia guys. Yeah, I don't think. Hmm. Maybe. I I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I think it would be beneficial if we knew the James Bond franchise better because they would have incorporated that as like a special gadget probably. I gotta watch James Bond. We should get somebody on to 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 do a Bond marathon. <laughs> All the Bond movies, or just Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the one I think that I've been missing out on the most. People always say it's the best. <laughs> uh, and then the last one for true or false. It's also a long one. I like the tradition that our true or false questions are going to be overly complicated. <laughs> My Howard the joke, uh, my Howard the duck one is uh, pretty short. All right. Uh, and then this last question. The mask just amplifies a person's deepest qualities. Knowing this, we find out that the gangster's secret quality is that he's even more evil than he lets on. I think that's true. Okay. It's not very 
clear in the movie but now that i'm thinking about him like okay when jim carrey's not wearing the mask and he's like trying to save the day he is still doing like kind of cartoonish things i don't know i guess the dog just becomes more dog (laughs) okay so i'll let you know you are correct the answer is yes because when they're talking to Ben Stein's character, the only person with any knowledge about anything. <laughs> and even then, it's tangential because he doesn't <laughs> believe the mask's quality. But the way we're led to believe that it works is it draws out the user's like innermost desires and personality traits. So Jim Carrey can do all this cartoon stuff because he loves cartoons a lot. Uh-huh. But then the dog can, too? <laughs> And then we just find out that the evil guy just becomes big and, like, junky. He doesn't really become big. He becomes more boring. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) They're like, what if we take this boring character and just slap the adjective scary? (laughs) Put a mask on him that makes it even harder for this actor to emote. (laughs) What? (laughs) I just realized that his character... Gets to keep his hair when he wears the mask. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's really weird. It winds through each hair follicle. <laughs> the mask is like, well, hold on. <laughs> this guy's hair is really nice. We don't want to mess this up. Oh, you know what? His main quality that was brought out is hair. hair. <laughs> oh. It's He's like, hair it's guy. almost like. He's a hair guy. It's almost like they didn't flesh out a character enough in a movie that's supposed to be all about <laughs> what is your character actually like. Uh, so let's go ahead and review this movie, but I will let you know you did get every single bonus question <laughs> correct. Amazing. So, Wes, would you watch The Mask again? Probably not. I think... I got everything I could possibly ever get from this movie out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and keep in mind, I was watching this at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. So I was like... You're treating it like a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But I was eating breakfast and uh, on my phone. <laughs> it's... You know, it's fine. I give it the rating of fine. I thought uh, people are pretty harsh on the CGI, and I think it, the CGI for the most part is fine. And for, I think it's actually pretty par for the course from like even the live action Scooby Doo movies. I think they're pretty com- comparable. Um, Honestly, I think this looks better than the live action Scooby Doo movies. When I saw like the CGI wolf and the CGI dog mask i was like "Eh, okay this is very similar to scrappy when he was his body was Mm -hmm. transforming getting swole but i would argue at least in this movie those two things are stylized a little (laughs) bit whereas scrappy is just he's supposed to border between photorealistic and cartoon and they didn't push it far enough in either direction and stumbled on a miracle of computer science. <laughs> to be the best character. 
Until we meet Seth Green in the second movie. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't, I also don't think I'm ever going to watch this movie again. Uh, so something about the mask that's weird for me is I find that it ruins every other comedic appearance from Jim Carrey that I watch because I feel like he went all out in the mask. And what I mean by that is he used every tool that was in his kit in terms of like his physical comedy, sure. That anytime I see him do something else, I'm like, I saw you do that in the mask. I already knew you could do that. I'm not like surprised, and you're not doing it in a new way. <laughs> yeah, um, I I can agree with that, but I feel like this is even like I've never seen the mask. I've seen other Jim Carrey stuff, like, and then seeing the mask, I'm like, okay, like I knew he could. None of this is surprising. Right. Um, and honestly, I thought sometimes his energy was kind of low, especially when he did the, like the the position right before running. He mm-hmm. was kind of slow when he... Honestly, it's weird. This movie doesn't feel big, right? <laughs> no. Like, it feels like it should be bigger and more cartoony Zane, and yeah. less grounded, and it's not. It feels so grounded. <laughs> And I think that's the worst part about it. Definitely. If it was more Roger Rabbit, it'd be better. Mm-hmm. Which is why, instead of watching The Mask, you should probably just go watch Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I still stand by that it was. It didn't make sense uh, that the villain, when he put on his mask, didn't just become big man uh, like every classic villain and... He should have become the Hulk. He should have just been the Hulk or or Bluto, like you said. Yeah, right. It would have been, would have made more sense. Because the thing is, uh, we weren't given enough lore to know why he was the way he was, and it seemed like they were trending towards the cartoon angle anyway. So they might as it might as well have made him big cartoon villain man. Right. And they could have done or... a lot more in terms of the fight scene if that was the case. Like he could have like whacked him on the head, and then he like crashes through the floor they don't even they don't even push the gangster angle either when he puts on the mask there's so many cartoon gangsters he could have been modeled after and they just didn't do that no cartoonishly big cigars (laughs) no nothing what what he should have done is had a big cigar and when he takes it out it's also a gun i think the biggest crime in this movie is that no one no human when they put on the mask has just four fingers (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine how the fuck would they have done that like the cg wasn't good enough the prosthetic on jim carrey's head was fine but if danny devito could do it as penguin he he got down to three fingers ethan (laughs) all right so moving on to the next question technology moving on to the next question what are some other things you think this movie could have been improved by with a larger budget because it sounds like you think it could have been (laughs) oh no i think it it could have just been done by putting some some gloves on him mickey mouse-esque gloves (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, I think this movie probably could have 
I think if the writers knew that there was more money available, I think they really could have like just gone nuts with it. And I think they probably would have. Yeah, I agree. Like maybe it's because I haven't read the mask comics and I don't know how grounded those are. They could have pushed the cartoon angle so much farther than they did. Yeah. If they had more money, I think. Hell, they could have thrown in Shaolin from... No, Umi from Shaolin Shodown. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Obi! <laughs> and he has the orb of Tornami! <laughs> and I wish I could say it in his voice, but it's race. <laughs> Look, you're never getting on to SNL. You've said you've never wanted to. You can be as... Look, if there's anything that modern media has taught me, you can be as racist against Asian people as you want, and it'll rarely come back to bite you. Boy, Aquafina's in the news. (laughs) Is this the start of a Johnny Carson monologue? Have you heard about this? <laughs> I am uh, slightly intrigued. I might watch Son of the Mask at some point. Maybe we can throw <laughs> that into our sequel season. Oh man. <laughs> the thing is though, I would have to make a quiz about Son of the Mask, and I really never want to watch <laughs> that movie again. I've seen it three times and I think that's enough. Well then you should do just find us going on the Wikipedia. To make the quiz. Yeah, you're. I'll. Yeah, I'll make the quiz. I'll make the quiz off of a script in Wikipedia. What I do when I'm not interested in watching a movie <laughs> again, and I have done that a couple times for this show. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's pretty much the only way you make quizzes. But let's talk about what everyone cares about, uh, except for the number crunchers at home. And I know we've got them, and you did the math for me. You already know what Wes's score is. Hold for bird. What's got 14 points? Wow. The new system's working well for you. Not so much for me. (laughs) You know, you just need to have more interest in the Eternals. That's all I can say. Because you were so interested in the mask, and that's how you got this far. (laughs) What can I say? I gave it a fine rating. Uh, Absolutely loved it. And just so everyone at home knows, the closet that Wes is currently recording in is decked out with mask merch. He's been <laughs> wearing a lot of one overnight the whole time. shipping. <laughs> but before we started recording, Wes's vocal exercise was to go smoking, <laughs> smoking. I also went to the dentist recently and got cartoonishly big teeth. Okay, so just about the teeth. <laughs> All of Jim Carrey's lines had to be ADR'd, right? Like, there's no way he could have spoken with those dentures in his mouth. Dentures? <laughs> it's real surgically added teeth. I watched the behind-the-scenes feature where they yank each one of his teeth out. <laughs> Screaming. They didn't put him under. They did it while he was awake so he could really feel what it's like to be the character. And they have one of those sharpening wheels for medieval weapons, but they just took an elephant tusk. <gasps> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and took it down to uh, big teeth size. I thought you were saying they were grinding out the edges in between his teeth and his mouth. 
Oh, that probably too. Just to get the t- big teeth in. They gotta just make those gums flat. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stop me! <laughs> <laughs> so, the mask, not great. It has created... With those two quotes, it has created some of the funniest things for people to reference. If someone says smoking or somebody stop me, I do laugh. Really? Because I don't think I ever have, and I don't think I will. Okay, so then I you're also never gonna watch... personally hate when people quote movies. So. That's true. Um, but let me let me let me pitch the scene for you. I know you're never gonna watch the show. In Fresh Off the Boat, there's a character. Uh, who is dressed up as the mask for Halloween because the movie just came out. No one else has seen it. All he's doing all night long is going, Smoke it! <laughs> Somebody stop me! <laughs> no one laughs. <laughs> and then at one point, he's on a bicycle that's brakes don't work and he's flying down the hill in the mask outfit. He's going, Somebody stop me! <laughs> Wow, uh, funnier than the source material. <laughs> Any mask reference is funnier than the movie. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, Wes is going to quiz me on what? Howard the Duck. Howard. And we're back. <laughs> we have nothing to say to each other. I have nothing. <laughs> uh, we can hang out after. I just wanted to talk about, I genuinely didn't remember what movie we were doing. I wanted to know what it was. Now that I do know what it is, I desperately want to talk about it. (laughs) This is definitely one of those movies that's constantly referenced on, like, worst movies of all time lists. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it'll be, I, for a long time, I try and stay away from movies on that list because I feel like they're usually overhyped. I just saw this movie... Last year, when Rigoletto and I, at the same time, both got subscriptions to Peacock. Mm-hmm. So you could watch Rutherford Falls. Primarily, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Howard the Duck. Open-ended questions. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? Uh, I haven't seen it. Okay. So when I was a kid, the reason I hadn't seen it is because I did, I did know it, it existed. Every time I would go into my Hollywood video, there was a poster for Howard the Duck. And we all know what the poster looks like. Yes. It's Howard the Duck at the top. It's the egg out of it is poking Howard's beak and his feet. Mm-hmm. I thought that Howard the Duck was about an alien invasion of ducks, much like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, and like those episodes of Courage, far too scary for a young Ethan to watch. As I grew older, uh, I learned more about the Howard the Duck character because mm-hmm. I think he's one of the funniest characters to exist in the MCU. And then I got his comic, but I've always heard that the movie was bad, so I never went to seek it out. Uh, and now you're forcing me to watch it and confront it. Okay, so uh, what do you know about it? So if the movie is about Howard, then it can only really be this sequence of events because it's going to be an origin story. We learn that Howard is from another dimension but i think that they are going to go with the alien angle because that's too hard to explain to a 90s or film audience uh flash forward in time 
we see Howard as himself, the hard-boiled duck detective in New York City, I think. Howard is going to be hanging out with his assistant. What's her name? Uh, his assistant that he's in love with. It's like a... Uh, I can't remember. But they're going... She's going to come to him with a new crime that he has to solve. And it's just somebody... Uh, some gangster is money laundering and getting kids hooked on drugs. And Howard's got to stop him. All right. So I was start. Howard's origin is much cooler than what we're going to see in this movie. All right. We're not. We're also not going to see him get the sorcery powers that I know he gets from Doctor Strange. <laughs> what is the name of the place Howard comes from? Oh, I used to know this. Doc something. It's not Ductopia. Uh, <laughs> like Dormammu's dark dimension, but actually he's from the duck dimension. <laughs> New Duck City. I, I don't like it, but that's probably... In reference to New Donk City? <laughs> yeah, much like New Donk City. New Badonkadonk City? Yeah, where gorillas have big fat asses. <laughs> Bev. Bev is his love interest's name. Okay. What American city of roughly 500,000 people in 1986 does Howard land in? <laughs> uh, That's a big hint. <laughs> it is. It's a big, 500,000 in 1986. 500,000 in 1986. <laughs> it, I'm just going to say it because my brain won't stop repeating it. Albany. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I know that's not the right answer, but nothing else would come up. <laughs> I kept trying to think of any other city, and I heard a voice going, just say Albany. It's, <laughs> it's obviously Albany, New York. At the state house. What job does Howard temporarily get on Earth? Um... Temporarily, he is working. Oh, man. I wanted to say a bodega because I think that'd be really funny, but a deli. A deli. Just different than a bodega. Okay. Not bodega. Boducca. <laughs> what 80s counterculture community is Beverly a part of? Is it 80s counterculture? This is testing your <laughs> history <watching>. knowledge. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're. Is that what you made this quiz for? It's, it has nothing to do with the movie. It's all about history. 80s counterculture. So that means it has to be metal. Um, I don't remember if anarchy and punk rock is directly associated with that or if punk came later. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, so I'm just going to go with metal. Okay. Multiple choice. When Beverly goes through Howard's wallet, what is not something she finds? Okay. A, a picture of 
Howard with two duck beach babes. <laughs> B, an unwrapped condom. <laughs> C, a credit card called Mallard Card. Okay. Or D, breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs is stupid. Why would he have that in his wallet? But I know Howard's a bit of a womanizer where he's from. So I, I believe that the photo is there. I'm going to go with unwrapped condom. I think a... What? It doesn't make any sense why you would keep an unwrapped condom in a wallet. You shouldn't keep a wallet... If there are any teens listening to this, don't keep a, a condom in your wallet because it'll break and it won't work anymore. Um, but if you're an adult... But if you're an adult, try it. <laughs> give it a shot. And if unwrapped, do it. But Howard knows better. Because he's a teenager. <laughs> How many fight scenes take place in a restaurant in this movie? A, one, all... B, two, C, three, D, zero. Three, and it's every fight scene in the movie. There are no fight scenes outside of restaurants. Okay. No fight scenes outside of restaurants. One may gravitate towards the street, but it started in the restaurant, and I'll count that as a restaurant fight. That puppet animatronic thing looks so bad. You're telling me they use that in fight scenes? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not impressive that they got it working. I am saying there's no way they could make it look good. What is Howard charged with by police? A. Bestiality. B. Illegal immigration. C. Flying on an armchair with no pilot's license. Or D. Jaywalking. (sighs) Illegal immigration. Okay. What's the first use of Dr. Jennings's superpowers? A. Exploding condiments at a table. B. Disintegrating a janitor. C. And I'm saying this in air quotes. Hacking the mainframe. (laughs) Or D. Getting really sweaty. Uh, D is an answer that you would really like to see, which is why I don't think it's correct. I am going to go. It's very Ghostbusters, so exploding condiments. Exploding condiments? What's the last scene in this movie? A musical concert? Howard's and Beverly's wedding? A promise for a sequel? Or Howard graduating from college? It's gotta be the promise of a sequel. A movie with a budget like this can't not have been thinking they were going to get a sequel. You think they pulled an old Mac and me? I think they pulled an old Mac and me. I think they pulled a Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. I don't... Did they, did they promise a... I'm pretty sure they did. Hmm. All right. True or false? 
I have to say this is one of my favorite set of true or false questions <laughs> that I've made. True or false, at one point, Howard tries to bite the ass of his social worker. <laughs> That's Goosen, but he is a duck. Um, true. True. Howard's a naughty boy. All right. I think they're going to, at the first act of this movie, they're going to make Howard seem debaucherous and gross and then over the course of the movie we're supposed to expect to learn to love him true or false at one point Howard runs his hand up a woman's leg (laughs) are these all Howard committing various acts of sexual assault (laughs) oh man true (laughs) True or false, at one point, Howard attempts to have sex with a human woman. Is it false if he succeeds? Yeah, I said attempt. (laughs) Uh, False, he will succeed. Okay. And I will say that this is part of the reason that most people don't like this movie. (laughs) True or false, at one point, Howard falls into a bath where two people are having sex. False, it's one person having sex. They're just jacking it. (laughs) (laughs) True or false, at two points, we see duck boobies. (laughs) Uh, Doobies, as it were. So if you ever heard someone say the phrase, I'm smoking doobies, we all know what they're really doing. Um... Uh, two instances of duck movies? <laughs> False. There can't be more than one. There just can't. <laughs> it's unsustainable if there's more than one. The shock value of the first one cannot occur a second time. You can't make a movie like that. You can't! True or false, every pedophile should be forced to wear makeup and talk like Jeffrey Jones in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is Jeffrey Jones in this? I cannot escape this motherfucker. (laughs) On my weekday watches, this fucking asshole shows up in a one third of the movies that I am watching. I hate this man. (laughs) He is a pedophile. How did he get so much work? He's not even funny. Uh, (laughs) True. (laughs) Wait. But you're asking me an opinion question? Oh, no. I think you'll find that this is very straightforward. (laughs) True. Every pedophile should be forced to wear makeup and dance like Jeffrey Jones in this movie. True. <laughs> I said talk, not dance. But we will trudge ahead. Alright, I am going to I have to grab the screen grab question again. Oh, 
oh, if I have to watch another fucking Jeffrey Jones movie. <laughs> well, guess what, dude? <laughs> He's in the Fantastic Four as well. He's Doctor Doom. I was talking to Kira today. Who do you think should play Doctor Doom next? Because I actually think that Kumail could have played a decent Doctor Doom had he not been in the Eternals. I think that would have been a cool take. Um, I don't know. I just I think Doom like now Mel should Gibson? be like a tech bro. <laughs> you got me there. All right, I sent the screen grab question. Ethan, please tell me what's going on in this scene. This isn't a visual medium. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Uh, Is that the condom? All right. Uh, No, that's that can't. It cannot be. It it truly can't. So what we have here uh, is a bedside table. And just behind it is two silhouettes of a woman. On top of just about to kiss uh, Duckman laying on their back, <laughs> presumably Howard. I'll go ahead and say it's Howard. Judging on the haircut, we got a rock and roll 80s lady. Uh, that's got to be Bev. <laughs> so I know that Beverly and Howard have a romantic sexual relationship. The question is how to adapt that to a film. <laughs> already started to question the <laughs> the output this movie had in terms of Howard material. Yeah. Um so they are in a hotel on some sort of stakeout and things have just gotten a little hot and heavy. <sighs> now the thing about Howard laying on his back is it does make me cuz It doesn't look like he's being very active, which leads me to believe two different things. Either one, too hard to make the puppet sit up during this sex scene. Or two, Howard's asleep or like isn't into this as much. You don't think that Bev could just be riding him? The angle... (laughs) Howard's... (laughs) Much like the the much like much like Tommy Wiseau's the room, we have an issue of anatomy here, and a very basic one, which I like to call height, where I'm, I'm going to be she very could be vulgar. Working her way up, though. I'm going to be I'm going to be very vulgar, parents. If you're listening, <laughs> unless Howard's getting a tit job right now, this doesn't make sense. If they're having, like, penetrative sex. I'll say that, yeah, you're, yeah, Wes, they're working their way up to it, and Howard's just trying to relax. I don't know. Fuck me. I think this is the most uncomfortable you've been. It's, 
I'm just trying to maintain my composure. Get back whatever points I possibly can, because I know I missed a bunch during this quiz. I'm not doing well this season. Life-wise, I'm doing great. Show-wise, I got a new job. Another thing is coming down the pipeline, which I can tell people about later. It's it's good. <laughs> Show-wise, it's not so good. Working her way up to writing that duck dick. Dick. All right, that is Howard the Duck. This was on Peacock for a long time. It is now just a rental. Damn it. I have to spend money on this. <laughs> Trust me, you'll want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? At the end of the day, I love the character Howard the Duck so much. If this movie doesn't bastardize his character, I'll probably like it. <laughs> If he's consistent with the character that I know from the comics, I'll probably like it. All right. Well, we will definitely be talking about that sentiment (laughs) 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 next time on this podcast. We ain't seen nothing yet. Let me get the script. You can follow the current score is Ethan, 27 and a half, and me, 30. You can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at eGeese. You can follow me at Baby Wesley on either platform. And remember, someone still has to go out and win Ben Stein's money. And remember, look up Ethan Jesse Robin Hood on Google for a surprising. It's not me. It's I don't know what that is. Please, I have no idea what it is. I've never been to Maine. Bye. Bye.